the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you'll get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of the Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Micah Coop. Hello, and thank you for joining us today. You're listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. You have joined us for the Church of the Week feature and today in the studio, we have with us Pastor Kurt Hudspeth from Four Winds Bible Church. Pastor Kurt, thank you so much for being with us today. Mike, I really appreciate the opportunity. Thanks so much. Well, it's been great to get to know you, Pastor Kurt. Uh, unfortunately, everyone listening today hasn't had the opportunity that I have to get to know you, but they get a little bit of a peek into Four Winds and into Pastor Kurt. Why don't you just take a few minutes and tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I appreciate it. Uh, married, I have five children, uh, beautiful children. Uh, they range in age from 30 all the way down to 18. Been blessed abundantly with our family and love them to death. And uh, been in the ministry now for about nine years and absolutely love that. Uh, we moved our family from Southern California to San Antonio. Things were getting a little rough in uh, in the Southern California market. And uh, uh, I wanted the children to be able to grow up in an area where, uh, you know, just didn't have some of the things that they were dealing with there. And San Antonio is just a great place to live. And we love the people here. And, and, and we're very thankful that God's called us to be here. So specifically, what drove you to San Antonio? Was it prayer? What kind of made you decide that this is where you wanted to end up? I'm probably unique in the sense that I am a working pastor. And, uh, and my secular uh, work it drove us to San Antonio. Uh, I had a large insurance company that uh, I had that we self-funded major groups, and, and we did an awful lot of that all over the country. And one of our largest clients was right here in San Antonio. And they asked us to move, and, and that's when we were kind of looking at everything that was happening in Southern California. And we said, you know what? I think this is going to be a great place for us to, to move the family. And that's what we did, and we've we've enjoyed it ever since. We've been here since 1992, and and uh, it's just been an awesome experience for our family. Now, Pastor Kurt, you mentioned that you started ministering nine years ago, but this whole time you've been a, a businessman. Tell us a little bit about your background in business and kind of how that's come into play with your ministry and everything that you've been doing in the business world. Well, I've always been people-oriented in my business. I grew up in the grocery business in Southern California, and uh uh, they put me through school. I went through the USC program. Uh, I did end up leaving that program. We we took an opportunity to be in San Diego and move down there. The company was expanding, and I said, well, I'll go back, and I never did. And what a <laughs> missed opportunity that was because when you have a company that's willing to pay a full boat for you to go to school, you should go. Wow. Yeah. And uh, I chose a, I chose another road. So I was there for about a year and uh, had a great, a great experience there under a, a great program. And it was really a management growth program, and, and uh, uh, just absolutely love that. Uh, I left that business and then started a, uh, an insurance agency in the San Diego market. 
And that sort of grew. I had a unique ability to go after grocery companies across the United States. Sure. And because of that experience, I knew how to get things done that maybe others didn't, that didn't have that experience. So it was a, it was a great intro. And so uh, uh, we started that business. We struggled with it at first, like most new businesses do. Right. Um, and our faith in God, though, really uh, just uh, just blessed us abundantly. And you know, I, I'm a firm believer. You know, if you really if you really think you're doing the right thing, stick with it, mm-hmm. because sooner or later, you know, it doesn't always come in our timing. It always comes in God's timing. Uh, he, he'll just bless you abundantly. And we did really well with that. We sold that business in uh, in 1998. And uh, you know, I did a very stupid thing. I kind of thought I was going to be retired and play golf and do all the things that I wanted to do. And and uh, that's fun for a short period of time. Um, <laughs> but, you know, uh, God always sort of puts that spur in your side and lets right. you know that there's other things you need to be doing. And uh, uh, we uh, we had uh, made the decision that we were going to get, I was going to get into the ministry. It was something that I knew that God had been calling me for for a long time. And it's one of those things that you, you you do everything you can to sort of deny it, that, you know, you're the wrong person, oh, yeah. right. that uh, that somebody else ought to be doing it. And if everybody knew everything about, you know, my past and all the <laughs> things that I've done, uh, who in the world is going to want to come and, and listen to uh, what I might have to say about mm-hmm. the Word of God? But, you know, God says trust and, and, uh, and let my Word be sufficient. And that's exactly uh, what we've done. And and it's been a great blessing. Went to seminary uh, in Dallas, and, and uh, seminary was a great experience. I'll, I'll tell you that uh, seminaries across the United States, I think they, they, they practice so much on theory, mm-hmm. uh, uh, different philosophies. They throw an awful lot at you, and yet they spend probably very little time uh, actually maybe teaching the Word of God uh, in the process. And, and so I think if you're not well-grounded in your faith— uh, you could very easily go to seminary and walk away from your faith. Wow. Uh, and, and, and I think that's true for a lot of different people. Um, but uh, it's something that I truly enjoyed, and it, it's been a blessing to my life. And, and uh, we came back, and I started working with couples because uh, I saw the deterioration of families. And I wanted to do whatever we could uh, to be a blessing to them and started working with them on, on different family issues, uh, whether it was divorce or or whether it was uh, uh, trouble in the family for, for one reason or another. And, um, and God all along, all through that time period, was calling me into the ministry. And uh, I just knew that that's what it was. And, and, and so um, finally, uh, we were members of uh, Cornerstone Church here in San Antonio. Been attending there since 1992 when we first came into town, and uh, through the blessings of John Hagee, uh, uh, we we started Four Winds Bible Church. Uh, uh, we had his blessings. We started with, uh, I think it was nine or ten people. We started with, and that was about three years ago, almost three years ago. And the church has grown. We've we've probably got 240, 250 that would call Four Winds home. I wish they were all there every Sunday, uh, <laughs> but uh, um, but uh, you know the church the, the the church is really growing and taking off, and and God is uh, is truly blessing us abundantly. Uh, we uh, we are a non denominational church. We uh, we simply believe our Bible is the Word of God, cover to cover, and uh, and that's what we teach and we preach. Um, um, I don't think people really care what. You know, I have to say what they really care and what they're hungry for is the word of God. Right. 
And, uh, and when you can walk people through Scripture and you can uh, explain what was going on, you know, what was the time frame, what was, who, who wrote a particular book, uh, uh, why were they writing it, who were they writing it to, when you apply some of these principles, it's, it's amazing how you see people have, how Scripture will literally just sort of jump off the page at them. So being able to to spend that time and, and and share with people what was really God was trying to tell us um, is something that I've absolutely loved, and it's been a great blessing for us. And Pastor Kurt, what's it been like, what's the experience been like to be a bivocational minister where you're not just sitting in an office all day at a church doing the, the pastor thing, but you also are over here actively involved in the business world while shepherding a flock. What's that like? It's difficult. And uh, there are plenty of days that I wish I could do nothing but, you know, uh, uh, stay involved on a 100% basis of what was going on with the church. Um, but I really took the approach of Paul. Uh, he, he was very explicit about the fact that, that he had the right to take from the people if he, if he needed to, but he never did. Uh, he was a worker. Uh, I think it's refreshing in, in the church. I also think that, um, you know, having having another job that you go to, uh, that it allows you to go through the same process that everyone else is going through. Sure. You know, they're working hard uh, all week long, and uh, they're wore out, and the weekend comes along. You know, it's easy to sort of kick back and say, oh, I'll skip church this week and, you know, go another week. But but you know, um, it, it it's allowed me to be um, uh, it's allowed me to be a, a, a much better keeper of my time, uh, and you know the the type of work that I do it allows me the opportunity now to spend an all an awful lot of time at home, and and it gives me that freedom uh, to go back and forth. But I think it's important for pastors to have a business relationship. You know, we make a lot of decisions. We're stewards of funding that comes in through the church. And again, I took the path of Paul of not taking any money from the church. I just ask God that that he will continue to bless me and my family and, and uh, allow us the, the ability to do the things that we've doing. And he's done that for us, Micah. It's been, a, it's been a wonderful experience, and I thank God for that every day. Well, I think that's a, a neat opportunity you have, like you mentioned, to kind of walk the same path that the rest of your congregation is walking as well. I've I have never wanted anybody to do anything that I haven't done myself. Sure, and it's uh, real easy to get up and teach and preach something, but you know you have to live it, you yeah. have to walk it. Absolutely. And I'm not saying that because there's a lot of great pastors out there that have the ability to stay focused a hundred percent on the church, and I think there, there's a real need for that too. I'm not I'm not I'm not bashing that in any way. That's I, I'm just I'm just saying for me. Uh, it was important to stay grounded mm-hmm. and 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 to really stay focused and and so consequently, a family time for us is a little shorter than maybe <laughs> what it used to be. I devote a, a tremendous amount of time to putting again uh, our message each week uh, for our not only our radio listening audience but for but for the church and and um, it's been a great blessing to us. Now, you mentioned that just now, Pastor Kurt, that not only are you the pastor at Four Winds and not only do you have a, a full-time job and a business that you steward, but you also have a radio program right here on KSLR. And uh, tell us a little bit about how that happened. 
Well, I'll tell you, that's a great blessing. You know, you have to think uh, uh, radio stations take great risk sometimes, you know, with people that are coming. <laughs> and I'm, I'm sure you've experienced that. Uh, you know, what are they what are they talking about? You know, what kind of a group is this? Are they some sort of a cult? Are they really, you know, do they have their act together? And uh, KSLR just took a, a great leap of faith with uh, a new church and really got behind us. And uh, I have been very supportive of KSLR just because of the 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 tremendous blessings that the radio station has has bestowed upon on us and it's been great you know we we've uh, we have a, a our radio show on saturday and sundays and uh, now we're on k loop uh, mm-hmm. as well which is your sister station yeah am 930 and uh, uh, and uh, so we're, you know uh, we're expanding and the the idea for us is to grow the ministry uh, not again not just throughout south texas but to expand the uh, expand the ministry that people can hear a word you know, it's so amazing when you're in the car, you know, you're, 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 you're listening to something, maybe you're, you know, your mind's a million miles away, but you've got the radio on and you hear something that God wanted you to hear. And it turns out to be a tremendous blessing sure. or, or it's that little seed that's planted, you know, and maybe uh, weeks, months or years later, who knows when it's going to be, turns out to be something that God wanted them to, you know, to be a part of, to hear and to be a great blessing in their life. So we enjoy that. That's great. And Pastor Kurt, you've mentioned something now a couple times that uh, not only is your heart for our city and, and this region, but also for the world. And, and I know uh, spending time with you that you have a very strong uh, heart for Israel. Very, very, uh, it's very close to your heart, the, peop- the Israeli people. And I, I know also that it's reflected even at Four Winds. So can you talk a little bit about that, about your your interest and your focus on the nation of Israel? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, our focus is, uh, is, is loving Israel in all that we do. And so many Christians, I'm surprised at this, Micah, how many Christians out there don't understand the importance of Israel. Mm. But there's two things I was going to, I, I wanted to mention uh, about that. You know, first is the Abrahamic covenant that God gave to Abraham he said, he said to Abraham, he says, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you. Now, there's a whole lot there just in that, in that one, the, the one or two little verses right there. But, but what God was saying is, is that I am going to bless you. I'm going to bless your seed. I'm going to bless Israel, and I'm going to curse those who curse you. And this is shocking to a lot of Christians. You know, they have no idea. They have this sort of, you know, loving <laughs> feeling about who our God is. Right. That, you know, he doesn't curse anybody. <laughs> he doesn't curse anybody. But we do have a God that curses. Right. And uh, you know, he he wants us to follow his game plan. Mm-hmm. And um, so that right there is important. And then I get these Christians that will say, "Well, that's Old Testament stuff. What do you what do you what do you follow in that for? What do you why do you give so much credence?" to something like that. And and here's my response to that. God tells us that he keeps his covenant for a thousand generations. And uh, theologians have argued for since the beginning of time how long a generation is, at least for the last couple thousand years anyways. There are theologians out there that believe that a generation is 30 years. Mm-hmm. Some are in that camp. There are some that are in a camp of 40 years. There are others and probably a larger majority that are in the 70-year camps because God also says, I promise 70 good years. Uh, And then there are some that say a covenant, uh, you know, a a generation is is 100 years. 
Um, you can look at the birth of of Isaac uh, with Sarah. Uh, Sarah gave birth to Isaac at 89 years old. We don't. The bottom line is, is we don't know what a generation is. God says if he keeps his covenant for a thousand uh, generations, mm-hmm. that means that if a generation was even at the minimal side of 30 years, he can, he's going to keep his covenant for 30,000 years. Right. That's a lot longer than any of us are ever going to be here, sure. which tells me and should tell every Christian out there that the covenants that were applied back in Genesis— and the covenant that was given to Abraham is still alive and well today. And so, therefore, it's important for us to understand the importance of Israel. And Jesus tells us that we, if we belong to him, that we are of the seed of Abraham. So those are our brothers and sisters that are over there. doesn't make us Jewish. We're Christian. We belong to Christ. But it's important that we are praying for them and that we are blessing them and doing everything we can uh, to maintain their safety over there. And the United States has received great blessings from the very beginning of our existence, even through today. But we, I believe that we're starting to see the nation sort of skip away a little bit from from Israel and not give them uh, what is really due them. And I think we're starting to see some of those blessings slip away as a result of that. And my prayer is, is that that no matter what administration happens to be in place, that they're supportive of Israel and that they that they will always be there and protect them and have their back. Because I believe the direct result of the blessings that the United States has received is a direct result of our blessings over Israel. We're with Pastor Kurt Hudspeth of Four Winds Bible Church. And Pastor Kurt, uh, you're saying a lot of good things. And, and now that we're in the season of Easter, is there anything particular that kind of maybe in your own faith or in your own heart, your own mind concerning the church that jumps out to you in this particular season that you'd like to share with our listeners? You know, every week is a, is a holy week. It should be if you're a Christian. Uh, not just this time. Uh, this is a special time. But every week we should be feeling and understanding what it was that Christ did for us, how important it is. And, and, you know, a lot of people are thinking about going to church, and, and I call them the C's and the E's. I think a lot of us do. <laughs> you know, the, the Christmas and Easter bunch, that they'll only show up at those two times out of the year. And, you know, year after year after year, they keep hearing the same message. And so they show up for church, and they hear the, the, the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ, which is a, good, a great message. And I think it's, a, it's very important that churches take this time to—, to expand and really give people a better understanding of what Christ really did for us. But this week, I'm taking a a much different approach. In fact, this week, I'm actually talking about hell. And, uh, And the reason why I'm doing that is because it's important for us to understand as the elect of Christ, as as the chosen body of Christ, that we understand how special it is and understanding that there is a heaven and there is a hell. And, and though it's, an, it's a very uplifting message, it's a message that a lot of people tend to want to stay away from a little bit, I'm really talking about in Luke, the 16th chapter of, uh, this weekend, about uh, the parable that, that Christ gives us uh, of the rich man and Lazarus uh, uh, and what really took place. Because in that scripture is a really an incredible opportunity for us to look and see 
what hell is really like. It gives us a really, uh, you know, when you really look at the Scripture, you can just be so thankful that you belong to Christ, so grateful, and, and that, that he chose, he thought enough of you, that he chose you to be with him for all, throughout all of eternity. And, you know, most of us don't think like that. And so uh, giving the other side, I think, is, a, is probably appropriate. And for the C's and the E's that are, are, are maybe going to be coming to church, you know, they're going to get a chance to hear a little bit different message that, is, that will be a blessing to them to understand, you know what, am I really chosen? Do I really belong to God? Have I committed my life to God? Uh, you know, maybe I'm going to start making some changes as a result of knowing some of the things I'm going to hear this next Sunday. And anyways, that's the prayer. That's the Absolutely. hope. And um, we hope that's where it's going to go. That's powerful. You know, it's it's what you said. Jesus said uh, uh, to as many who would, as many as were willing, he gave the power to become sons of God. So Absolutely. So they, they do have that opportunity this weekend, and that, that's powerful. Pastor Kurt, I, there's a question I always like to ask every pastor that comes in here and Talking about Four Winds Bible Church, what would you say is unique about Four Winds? I wish what I'm going to tell you about what's unique about Four Winds was not true, but it is. And it's the fact that we are, in fact, preaching the Word of God. We're teaching uh, folks all aspects of who our God is. And uh, we're hearing a lot of good, feel-good messages, you know, and, 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 and we have those. We have, we have good messages. We, they're, not, they're not all doom and gloom, uh, you know, <laughs> at, at Four Winds. But we, we truly preach and teach the gospel of Jesus Christ, the, the, really the gospel of this wonderful book that we have that God has given to us as to uh, increase our knowledge and, uh, you know, we, we, we give it to them in a way that everybody gets it. You know, it's not – I'm not cramming it down their throat, but I'm giving it to them in a way that they can really digest it, that they can, they, they can come to their own conclusions. You know, one of the things that's unique about us, uh, you, were, you were saying, and I just thought of this, that, that I know that we do at our church, and I don't think many pastors do this, but I really open myself up – on Sunday mornings at 10 o'clock when we have our Bible study. And I give everybody the opportunity as sort of a jumping off point for that Bible study to talk about what I talked about last week. Did I get it right? Is there any, is there any questions? Did I say something last week that uh, maybe, maybe was misinterpreted? Um, maybe they didn't have a very clear understanding, and I try to be very clear every week. But, you know, how many times have you sat in a church and you go, boy, did he say that? Did he, and did he say that mm-hmm. right? And, and I never really understood it that way. So, you know, boy, I sure wish I had the opportunity to spend some time with him or ask him about that. We do that at Four Winds, and it, that it sort of opens myself up to the criticisms that, that may come as a result, and I don't have much of that. We have a a Bible-believing congregation, and, and but, but you know, it's always great to have that checkpoint. And I never want people to take my word. It's a, I, I love the old Reagan, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, trust but verify. And, 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 and I think every Christian should do that, no matter where they go to church, that when they're hearing something, you know, the Holy Spirit will speak to you and will tell you if something's right or if something's wrong. Sure. If there's something that's not steering right in your spirit about it, 
um, you should be questioning. You should be looking at that and going back and looking at it and say, does he really have it right? And so that's unique uh, at our church, and I don't know of many churches that do that. Um, but um, I try to make myself available for, for all of our congregation, anyone that attends, and any questions that they have, I want to take the time to answer them. And that's that sort of that forum that we use. And we also usually end up talking about current events, especially, you know, what's happening in Israel, right. what's happening in Syria and Iran. Um, and I try to keep our congregation up to date because not everybody has the time to sort of follow what's happening. But I keep my pulse of what's happening in the Middle East because our Heavenly Father is going to be returning. I don't know when, uh, but I, by all clear signs, it should be sometime soon. What soon is, I don't know. Right. No um, predictions. But right? he's, no, no predictions, <laughs> none, none at all. But I know he's coming back, and, and, and we should be well aware of some of the prophetic signs that God has given to us, not so much that we know the day, the time, or the hour, because none of us do, but that we have some things that we can look at and say, you know, gosh, we're close, right. Micah. We're, we, are, we are very close. And, and so we spend that time to do that. We have a lot of fun doing it in the process. Well, you mentioned Bible study at 10 o'clock. Uh, for someone that says, man, I, I really enjoyed that interview, love to visit the church, tell them when they can come and uh, attend a service or a Bible study. Well, our services begin at 11 o'clock, and uh, we have usually, uh, oh, probably uh, maybe 15, 20 minutes of uh, great worship music. We have a, a great, a great, great worship group there, and and uh, uh, music's always wonderful, and we have just a wonderful time, and then we get right into the service. So um, we meet at Maggiano's over off of IH10 in 1604, and, and people are already thinking to themselves, you know, where the heck, you know, you're meeting in a restaurant. But we take their banquet halls, and um, again, about being good stewards, uh, it's a blessing for us to be over there on Sundays, and we're over at the rim at 1604 and IH10 over there. And we take those those banquet rooms, and we sort of know where we're going to be and how many people should be coming you know, that on any one particular week. Again, you know, we wish they were all there, but they're not always there. And so it allows us the opportunity to rent less space or more space, depending upon the day. So it allows us to be really great stewards of, of, of the monies that are received and allows us to really um, uh, to expand the ministry. So um, we, again, we have a blast. It's very casual. We don't want anybody, you know, dressing up. Uh, if you want to dress up, we've got a lot of people that do that. But we want you to come, and, uh, and, and we want you to hear a great word from God that will be a blessing over you and your family. And we do have a, a great kids program. Uh, we're expanding our, our teen program. Uh, that's getting stronger and stronger um, but uh, it's just a it's just a wonderful place for people to come, enjoy themselves, hear a great word from God, and and get out and enjoy the rest of their day. Well, Four Winds is a wonderful church, and Pastor Kurt Hudspeth, uh, in getting to know you personally, you're a wonderful pastor, wonderful man, and uh, we want to encourage you to visit Four Winds for one of their services, the ten o'clock Bible study or the eleven o'clock service at the Rim. If you need any details, go to fourwinds.org, and you can get more details there. But we want to thank you, Pastor Kurt, for joining us today for our Church of the Week feature. Thanks so much for spending the time with us. You bet, Micah. God bless you, and thank you for everything you're doing here at this radio station. It, it, it is a great blessing to San Antonio. Well, thank you, and we want to thank you for listening and joining 
Joining us today for the Church of the Week feature, I am Micah Coop, and keep listening to AM630 KSLR, The Word in South Texas. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you've got a chance to get to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you would like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.